All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and today we are parked outside of Sheets with a little something special, because not only do we have our customary cup, we have some trivia for your ears. As I said in previous podcasts, I want you to be more involved in your pursuit of the English language. The time for sitting on the sidelines and passively listening to this podcast are over. It's time to go to the next level and paint the full picture. The image will become clearer for those of you that didn't catch that as the year marches on. In the following minutes, you will hear three audio clips that each contain a series of questions that will have answers based on what was mentioned in each of the recordings. It will be your job as the listener to not only follow the conversations, but retain important information needed to answer each question. How many do you think you can get right? You might want to grab a pen and some paper with this one. Now, pick up your cups, take your customary sip, and let's go. Today, Patricia, my girlfriend, told me that she will be going to Vermont tomorrow to stay with Paula for a few days. Now, I don't really care if she goes to see her mother or not. I'll just be happy with a few minutes of peace and quiet. Patty also said that before she goes, she would like us to have a nice evening together and asked me to pick up a few things from the store. So me, being the perfect gentleman, decided to pause the game, grab the list, and hit the closest grocery store that I could find. I looked at the little scrap of paper. Okay, let's see. She wants margarine, chuck beef, Crisco, sour cream, egg noodles, and a few dinner rolls. Nothing special. Seems like a typical dinner, I thought. But there wasn't anything pinned down for a salad. I mean, you can't expect to eat all that heavy stuff without some kind of greenery to break things up. It's unconstitutional. Well, salad it is then, I said to myself. I shot over to the produce section and picked up a cucumber, two tomatoes, a red bell pepper, and some spinach. Ooh, maybe some rosemary vinaigrette would be nice as well, I thought. But then I remembered that we had zesty Italian at home and nixed the idea. After paying for the groceries and leaving, I received a phone call from my brother, Dennis and he asked me to stop by his house for a few, so I went over there and checked him out. We sat there for what seemed like an eternity, as he told me about this new welding project that he was working on. How interesting, I said. I probably dozed off for about 15 minutes midway through his story and woke up around 6.30, but somehow it seems like I slept longer than that because I couldn't see the sun when I left. Somewhere in the back of my head, I was thinking, Patricia is going to kill me. But actually, when I made it home, Patricia didn't seem to be the least bit upset and was actually sprawled out on the couch watching Game of Thrones for the 1800th time. I was like, um, did you already pack? And then she was like, no, I decided to stick around and pester you all weekend. I was like, oh, okay, so what about dinner? And she was like, what dinner? I said, didn't you want me to go and pick up all this stuff for a nice dinner before you left? And then she said, well, since I'm not leaving, just put the groceries up and fix yourself a sandwich because I already ate the leftover pizza. Don't you just love life? Question one, what were two items on the grocery list? Question two, what time did I wake up? Question three, what is the name of Patricia's mother? Question four, what did Patricia eat? Question five, what did I consider to be unconstitutional? Question six, what kind of project is my brother working on? Question seven, what was I doing before going to the store? 
Question 8. What type of salad dressing did I buy? Oh, now that one was probably a little too easy for you. Let's try something a little more challenging. Mark is the type of guy that is book smart, but just can't seem to find the rhythm of common sense. I remember when he told everyone that he had just cash-apped his new girlfriend $300 because he thought she was the one. I also remember how he bragged to everyone about how pretty she was and even showed us her picture. I didn't have the heart to tell him that we were all already subscribed to his imaginary girlfriend's OnlyFans page and had received the same picture during one of her promos last month. Like I said, Mark is book smart, but doesn't have a whole lot of common sense. Now Paul, on the other hand, has common sense, but comes off as being as bright as a dim-lit light bulb when it comes to academics. He didn't even graduate from university, but somehow ended up being the only one out of all of us to find enough money to buy a Tesla. Paul often shows up to our little gatherings in his usual attire. T-shirt, basketball shorts, and a worn-out Clippers hat that is always backwards on his sweaty, bald head. Paul states that he is planning to go to the Bahamas next month with his supervisor, who just happens to be named Candy. And let me tell you, Candy looks just like her name sounds. I mean, it's literally like she walked out of the pages of Elle magazine with her 10-foot legs and silky ponytail. She's the kind of supervisor every analyst dreams of having. I can just imagine her walking to his office and saying, Hey, Paul, can you accompany me on this business trip to the Bahamas? I mean, how does Paul always end up having the best luck without putting in any true work? Maybe while we were all studying statistics and calculus, he was studying how the world works. And now for the questions. Number one, how much money did Mark send his make-believe girlfriend? Number two, what's the name of the team on Paul's hat? Number three, where is Paul going with his supervisor? Number four, what type of subscription do all of Mark's friends have? Number five, what did Paul more than likely study while all of his friends were buried in their books? Let's take another zip. And off we go to the third story. Hello world, I'm Tom with Yabba Baba Channel 13 News, and we are interrupting your show with breaking news. From the depths of the Atlantic Ocean appeared a behemoth earlier this morning that scared thousands. Scientists are confused at the size of this creature and its sudden appearance. Our journalists have been on location all day trying to get to the bottom of the story, and we have Matt hovering live on location to give us a report. Matt, what exactly is happening out there in the Atlantic? Well, Tom, as I can see, we have something that looks like a giant octopus doing the Macarena, just off the eastern oil drill. Now, when you say the Macarena, do you mean the dance? Yes, Tom, the dance. And believe it or not, this soft-bodied mollusk has moves. I think you could probably take a few tips from this butte of a creation. Matt, I want to ask you, is it possible for you to get us an up-close-and-personal view of this behemoth? Well, I could ask the pilot to fly a little closer. Hey, man, fly over there just out of the reach of the tentacles. Matt, Matt, can you tell us what we are now seeing? Yes, I can, Tom. What we are seeing is the next TikTok superstar. Yes, Matt, I understand that. But on a more serious note, what are we seeing? Oh, sorry, Tom. I'm just so blown away by this whole event that it's hard to focus on what the heck's even going on right now. Okay, what we are seeing is... Matt, Matt. Oh, sorry, Tom. 
I thought we lost you for a second. No, no. Everything's fine. It was just, I was trying to decide if I want to eat spaghetti tonight or calamari. Matt, what the freak are you talking about? Matt. Matt. Yes, Tom? Forget it. Okay, so that was today's breaking news. And we're going to get someone else on the scene to give us another report a little later. This has been Tom with Yabba Baba Channel News 13, and we want you to stay informed. Formed. 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 A few more questions, shall we? Number one, in what location is the behemoth located? Number two, what channel is Tom broadcasting from? Number three, what type of mollusk is Mac reporting on? Number four, who is confused by the behemoth's appearance? Number five, what does Tom's network want its viewers to do? So I hope you enjoyed that little audio ear candy, a little something I concocted for your listening pleasure, just to help you get to that next level, become a little more engaged with your learning. You know, the passive days are over. It's time to get busy. It's time to get real. It's time to let people know why you listen to English and coffee. I'll see you in the next one.